Welcome to the Top 5 Podcast with your hosts, Rail Bricker and Lindsay Adams. And welcome back. Our special guest today comes all the way from Mississauga in Canada, where I believe the snow hasn't arrived yet, but who knows? It's just around the corner, I bet. And our special guest is Donna Dubay. Welcome, Donna. Thank you. So happy to be here. So Donna is a certified director of operations and business growth strategist who works with established online service-based business owners who are ready to make a bigger impact and maximize their profit by leveraging their time, talent, and tactics. Donna helps business owners go from solopreneur to confident CEO without sacrificing their life, health, or relationships. I like the sound of that. And today we're focusing in on the top five tips to dominate your week and supercharge your online business. So Donna, tip number one, what have you got for us? Yes. So the first tip is what I call the CEO power hour, which is a CEO date with yourself. So if we think about big businesses, the CEO has a board of directors, they have VPs and that type of thing where they're learning about what's happening in the business, keeping the pulse on their business. And even as small business owners, we need to be doing the same thing. So the CEO power hour is a one hour that you set up in your calendar. It's recurring same time every week and it's non-negotiable. So only life circumstances that get in the way would change that. And so when you have this power hour, what you're really doing is three things. Reviewing. So you're reviewing your top metrics. You are reflecting on where your business is now and where you want it to go. You're looking at your 90-day goals and then saying, okay, what are my top three priorities for this week? Identifying those top three priorities and then putting them on your calendar. Because if you're anything like me, if it's not on your calendar and you don't have a time blocked off for it, it's probably not happening. And so this really helps the business owner keep the pulse of what's happening in their business front of mind. If they have a team, it's clear they have to communicate certain things to their team. What will it be this week? What's important this week for their team to know? Um, and so then we don't go you know, a whole six months and then be wondering, hmm, am I going to reach my goals? No, we're on top of it week by week so that if we need to tweak, change, or optimize, we know what we need to do. I mean, it, it, Chris, is that, a, is that a reflection of the current world in which we live that, you know, 10, 20 years ago, you could say, you could review things every six months. Now you have to review them every six minutes. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes. Yes. It feels that way sometimes, doesn't it? You know, and, 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 and so, yeah, as a CEO, you know, uh, you, people think you're mad because you're sitting talking to yourself, but that's okay. All right. Yeah. Donna, hit us up. Tip number two for the five tips to dominate your week and supercharge your online business. Mm-hmm. So tip number two is what I call the scheduling ninja, which is really about your calendar. And so many of us, when we start business, our calendar is wide open and we'll take almost any appointment, almost anywhere. But as our business starts to grow, we really have to strategize and use that calendar to our advantage. And so a scheduling ninja is really about setting up a blank calendar and setting up what your ideal or your model calendar would be for the week. So first thing first, I believe in life and business. So we put down those things in life that are important to us. Maybe it's a you know, something we do in the morning with our kids, or it's our morning time, or it's our exercise, our date with our spouse, whatever that looks like. But your family obligations, you map out in your calendar first. 
Next, you map out what times am I going to have my laptop open and working. Now, certainly as CEOs, I understand we'll work beyond that time. But the point is, we need to have set open and closed times when our team and when our clients know we're available and can respond. And so you set up, okay, what are my working hours, Monday to Friday? And that doesn't have to be nine to five, right? You have to pick what works for you in the season of life that you're in. And then within those working hours, you want to be blocking off the most important things that you have to be doing that week. So three systems that we need in our business, marketing, sales, and client delivery. And so whatever you're responsible for, from marketing, sales, and client delivery, you need to have time in your week to make sure those get done. So by setting up this calendar, you can now pass it to your team. They know when they can book certain things for you and when they can't. You can set up certain days that you're meeting with clients and certain days you're not because you're focusing on content or sales or whatever that looks like for you. But you've set up ideally how you want your week to go, and it makes you be proactive instead of reactive. So, so important as CEO. So let me ask you the extended question. That's great. You're a solopreneur, and you like working till 11 p.m. at night because you, you know, go for a walk in the morning and meet your mates for coffee. Mm -hmm. How does that solopreneur change their mindset when they now have staff who say, oh, the boss doesn't start work till 10 o'clock. You know, yeah, how, how do you translate or have to change your scheduling when, when you have to be the role model for staff? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And again, I think that there is some freedom and some flexibility there. And your staff members need to know, okay, my boss is available at this time. And you also need to know from your staff when they're available. So if they're contractors, it might look a little different than if they're employees. But there should be some set time when everyone knows the team is is together, the team is available. I think as CEO and as visionary leader, you have flexibility in what hours you're going to work. I just think it's important that we express that and that everyone knows up front what those are going to be. Okay. Um so let's move on now to tip number three for dominating your week and supercharging your online business. Mm-hmm. So tip number three is what I call maintenance versus growth tasks. So if we take a minute and list all the things that have to happen in our business, we get a huge long list. But I argue that all those tasks aren't the same. And so we can put them in two major buckets, maintenance and growth. And so maintenance tasks are things like our admin work, our customer service, fixing something on a landing page, setting up emails, bookkeeping, these behind the scenes things that yes, have to be done, but not necessarily by you as CEO. And then on the flip side, those growth level tasks, that's where we see direct return on investment. That's where we see our revenue growing when we do those things, things like our JV partnerships, our networking, sales calls, having a webinar or a challenge or speaking in someone else's mastermind or group. These are higher level tasks that you as visionary leader need to be doing. And we want to make sure that we're having time in your week so that you can do those growth level tasks. So really being strategic with our to-do list and making sure 
that we're giving time to those most important, those revenue generating tasks. And then those maintenance level tasks, we really have to look at three things we can do with them. One, can we delegate? So do we have someone on our team already who we could pass the task on to or part of the task on to? And if we don't have someone on our team already, are we in a position to bring someone on? Doesn't have to be a full-time employee. Could be five hours a week as a as a virtual assistant or whatever you need. Um, but really looking at that and saying, is now the right time? Do I have the budget for that? Outside of delegating the second piece is, can we use automation? You know, so many of the tools we have today allow us to automate a lot. And so, yes, we still want that human touch in our business, but is there a way that we can automate part of the process and take a piece off of our plate? And then the third area with those maintenance tasks is really, do I need to keep doing this? Can I stop doing this? Would it make a difference in my business? And to analyze that, we really have to evaluate the data and look at what our metrics are showing us. You know, so often I see entrepreneurs layering one tactic on top of another. Let's try this. Let's try this. Let's try this. And it's great to try new things. That's part of growing and learning, right? But we have to take that step back and really evaluate, did that tactic make a difference? Did my customers actually do the thing I wanted them to do? Did it bring in more sales? Did it bring in more leads into my business? And if we don't see that return on investment, then we really have to look at why are we still doing this? And so there could be things that we're doing now that we could stop and it would have no effect in terms of our revenue and our profits. So those three areas for those maintenance tasks, delegate, automate, and stop or pause. I'm just curious about the automate. What are the, what are some of the things that, that you could automate in your business? Mm-hmm, a lot. So it can be as simple as, do you have a Calendly, a Calendly or a scheduling software so that when clients want to book a call with you, they don't have to go back and forth on email to ask, are you free on Tuesday at three o'clock? How about Thursday at five o'clock, right? All that goes away. You share your calendar. It shows when you're free and then clients can book in to that time. So that's a simple thing. We can do a lot in terms of proposals, contracts, invoices. A lot of that can be done automated. Um, certainly if we're selling something, we can set up emails in a sequence set up funnels, a lot of that can be automated as well. So there's a big part of it that can be automated and still have your voice as part of it. Okay. Fantastic. Um, so moving on, tip number four for five mm-hmm. top five tips to dominate your week and supercharge your online business. Yeah. So tip number four is again, looking at that to-do list and making sure we're being strategic with it. And so for this, we use what I call that Eisenhower matrix. So we're going to have four quadrants and we're going to evaluate the tasks that are on our to-do list by two criteria, important and urgent. So important meaning it's revenue generating. You can tie it directly to bringing in revenue in your business. Urgent refers to it needs to get done within a week or two or there's going to be a negative consequence. So as an example of this, paying our taxes. doesn't matter where we live. It's part of what we got to do as a business owner, right? And it has a deadline. If we don't reach that deadline, obviously, there'll be a negative consequence, which we don't want. And so we take our to-do list, and instead of 
cherry picking the things that we want to do or starting from the top and working through to the bottom. We really want to put all of our tasks in one of those four quadrants. So it's important and urgent, not important, not urgent, important, not urgent, and then import or urgent and not important, that type of thing. And what we're going to find is that the things that are in the important and not urgent bucket is where we as CEO should be focusing our time. And those are going to go along with those growth level tasks that we talked about a little bit earlier. Things that are you, in the, yeah. How do you deal with the, uh, oh, look, a squirrel um, a kind of uh, situation or a bright, shiny object? Um, you know, wow, that looks really interesting. I should, I should go. How do you have the discipline to not, not go chasing down rabbit holes? Yes. And so, so common and so easy for us to do, right? Um, so what I like to do is make sure that we have our 12 month goals, but not to stop there. So we really have a vision of where we want to go in the next year. And then we break that down into 90 day goals. So each quarter and then from there down into monthly goals. So the smaller we make it, the much easier it is to really focus on what I need to be doing and to staying in our lane. And so then when the squirrel runs by, we have to evaluate, does that squirrel fit with my monthly goals, right? Because my monthly goals match my 90, match my yearly goal. And if that squirrel isn't aligning right now with what my monthly goals are, then it needs to go in the idea parking lot. So whether that's a Google Doc or in your project management tool or wherever it is for you, but have an idea parking lot where you can put those ideas that look really good, but they don't fit right now and align with your values and where you're going, with your vision for your business. And then every 90 days, we're going back and looking at that ideas list, saying, are there things in here which fit now? Not, then we keep them there. Some we might throw out because we've decided, no, we're not actually going to go that route at all. Okay. Well, let's bring it home now. Tip number five. What have you yeah. got? Yeah. So tip number five is what I call a CEO score. And so really we're putting a dollar amount on your sweat and your energy and doing those CEO level tasks. And so as I talked about earlier, we have maintenance versus growth and we would set a dollar amount maintenance and set a dollar amount on the the growth tasks. And then we look at how much revenue we want to make in terms of the year. So whatever our yearly revenue goal is, and we're going to divide that by the number of weeks that we want to work in the year. And that will give us our CEO score. It's not the dollars you get. It's not the dollars you would pay someone to do the work. It's simply looking at your time and energy. And so as you're going through your week, you're going to add up the big chunks of time and where you spent them. The higher your revenue, the higher your CEO score, meaning the more time you need to be spent doing those growth level tasks, that CEO level work. So as a solopreneur, you're still going to have some maintenance level tasks, no doubt, right? But the idea is as you move forward and as you grow, you're moving some of those maintenance level tasks away and having more time in your day and your week for those growth level tasks. So the score is really just a way of keeping you accountable and saying at the end of the week, okay, how was my week? Did I have time for those growth level tasks? And did I meet my score for the week? Makes good sense.
So, um, Donna, if our listeners wanted to get in touch with you and find out more about what you do or maybe have a chat with you, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah. So my website is ceoamplify.ca. And there, there is a resource they can download if they wish called the CEO Power Hour Playbook, which really walks you through that power hour, the tip that we talked about um, today. And so what things do I look at? How do I set my power hour up? Um, so that's available for uh, anyone listening. Thank you very much, Donna. This is uh, Rail Bricker and signing off for another edition of the Top 5 Podcast, thanking my co-host, Lindsay Adams, from Brisbane, Australia, Donna Dubé from Mississauga in Canada, Railbreaker from Perth, signing off for another edition.